Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, let's be honest. That phrase, treat her like a lady, meant something a whole lot different going back to the early days of broadcasting, uh, 60s, 70s. And and even today in sports radio, it doesn't mean what I wish it meant. But it's changed a lot since I got in the business 20-something years ago. Uh, yeah, so that, that when I watch that movie, I laugh. But sadly, there is a lot of truth behind the humor, too. Jay and I were just talking about how we haven't seen the movie in a long time. And maybe now at this stage of my career, I'll even find it funnier than I did. I'm just thankful. I tell a lot of young broadcasters, especially young women that I mentor, uh, I'm really glad that you don't have to go through what uh, other women, women who came before you, even I had to go through in this business. Uh, So I'm glad we can laugh about it now. Plus, Will Ferrell is just, he's a hoot. (laughs) It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, yes. I haven't heard that in a while. but (laughs) On a Thursday morning, it feels like that'll wake you up and it's a good reason to smile. Is there a character he can't play? Maybe a serious one, but he's... He's extremely versatile. Now, Tom Hanks is versatile in a different way, but Will Ferrell can be in any voice and any person that he wants if it has to do with comedy or comedic timing. He's, yeah, he, he morphs very well. He's one of those guys I say about the best actors, you forget that they're famous. Right? So, for instance, Tom Hanks, he can be anything, and you forget that he's Tom Hanks. Bradley Cooper has that ability. You forget you're watching Bradley Cooper and you think you're watching American Sniper or you think you're watching you know, wh- whoever he was in, shoot, what was the movie that uh, he sang in? Crap. Was that? Um, oh, my gosh. Um, Going to drive me crazy. With Lady Gaga. Oh, right. Um, oh, stars, a Star is Born. born right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That was just tragic and sad. Denzel Washington, I think there's an element of that, too, where you forget – uh, that he is famous, and yes, Will Ferrell. I mean, he's you're laughing at him half the time, but he, he morphs so, he morphs so well. I don't know. I never forget that it's Brad Pitt. Yeah, I guess you might be right on that one. You always know, even though he's a different character, you can appreciate that character. But it's still it still is Brad. It's Pitt. Brad. That's Pitt. right. Yeah. Just it's I don't know. I guess there are others who would fit into that category, but those are the ones that come to mind. Will Ferrell, definitely taking us down that rabbit hole just by hearing those lines, those iconic lines. You stay classy. (laughs) uh, Wait a minute. There was another version of that one. I guess we're not going to use that one. Okay. (laughs) That's what I got. Jay's nodding his or shaking his head like, no, we're not allowed to use his other line about San Diego. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Rating. That's why they created a dump button radio. So that we can use 
we can, well, not we, but if accidentally words seep onto the air that we're not supposed to, to allow because of the FCC rules, then... Stings the nostrils. Yes, we can dump it, even if it stings the nostrils. We are live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. I hope for those of you who celebrated National Pumpkin Day was... A wonderful day for you. We had a pumpkin. We no longer have a pumpkin. Our pumpkin has disappeared. We don't know what happened to her. She was kidnapped. Jay, do you think she was kidnapped or or disposed of? I think she was absolutely pumpkin napped. And what <laughs> happened after that? Is that too much like it. puppy napped? No, not puppy napped. Puppy pumpkin napped is a thing. It's a new a crime. Thing. It's an October <laughs> thing. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if there are plenty of trick-or-treaters out there who are nabbing pumpkins and running as fast as they can. The older kids, when I was younger, used to smash them in the streets. Was that you ever heard of that? Yeah, smashing pumpkins. Well, not well, the band, right, but it was like an actual thing. Duh! Did you think that's what I meant? <laughs> no, but... Okay, but thanks for clarifying. <laughs> Jay's always worried that I don't know his pop culture references, and so he always has to clarify. When he uses an, an, an not an analogy, what's what are those called, an anagram in... Uh, in your text messages, he always has to tell me what it means, just in case I don't know. He's very worried that uh, that I'm not going to get his cool references. That's not it. Making sure we're on the same page. <laughs> oh, okay, good. So, yes, Smashing Pumpkins, the Halloween activity, not Smashing Pumpkins, the band right. that you are a big fan of. Mm, I don't know about big, but I'm a oh, fan. Yeah. A fan, okay. There's degrees of fanhood. So, yes, our pumpkin... Her name is Josephine. Uh, We revealed her name in our latest YouTube video. We got a double feature for you this week. The first one is a whole and happy and healthy Josephine. The second one is a crying Josephine. And you'll you'll see that I'm not making that up when we get to it. Uh, Our second Halloween week video will be on our YouTube channel within 48 hours. It's a special treat for those of you who prefer a treat instead of a trick. Actually, it's a pretty good trick, too. We made the pumpkin cry. You're... You're, I mean, you think I'm lying, but it's not a lie. Our pumpkin actually cried. And you will understand when you see Josephine. And so because Josephine was sad and Josephine cried, I really did not enjoy at all the pumpkin exercise. It was, it was painful for me. A little scarring. It was definitely traumatic. Uh, and so this initial video where Josephine is the star of the show, I'm happy. Josephine's happy. She's beautiful. And we talk about candy. What more could you possibly ask? It's the latest in our Stairway to Seven series, Halloween candy. Best Halloween candy of all time. And uh, we got, no joke, hundreds and hundreds of your responses about your favorite Halloween candy. So we were all in one accord. Or as Jay says, we were all on the same page. Uh, So you can find me on Twitter, Radio. Check that out because it's fantastic we're goofy i'm a spaz my mom tells me all the time but we're talking about halloween candy and there's a gorgeous piece of fruit in the video i match the fruit you you did you did it's very nice jay does not know what to do with the fact that i wear orange bright orange on a regular basis i had a little bit of orange in there it was a nice coordination you were the black cat i was the black cat you were together we were candy corn Okay, I thought that was like a bad luck <laughs> reference, but which it might still be too. But oh, I mean, I have a cat. She's she's not black, but you can have her if you like her for a Halloween prop, and then just keep her. Nah. You'd be totally fine. <laughs> 
I've heard your cat make noises. I'm, oh, uh, she never asleep. stopped. She never. St- I got so mad at her yesterday afternoon because my alarm had not gone off. It was not time to get up, but the cat had to give me the hour warning. She likes to warn me when it's an hour before I have to get up just in case. I've forgotten that she needs to eat in an hour, so she walks on my head and howls. That always, It's almost like clockwork, an hour before I have to get up. On Saturday mornings, the cat walks on my head at 5.30 in the morning and howls because she needs me to know it's only an hour until we have to wake up. Right. She's not looking out for you, though. She's looking out for her food to be there. It's so annoying. I'll yeah. never get another cat after this one. I mean, she's 14. She's healthy as a horse. She's going to live until she's 30. I just know it. Uh, I'm going to be stuck with her until she's 30. But, boy, I'll be, I won't be sad when her meower doesn't work anymore. <laughs> It's pretty active. <laughs> like Penny can't bark anymore. She just doesn't really have the the vocal cords, but the cat never stops howling. It's oh on command too. Oh yeah. No, all you gotta do is say her name. I just I mean, we've done it on the radio before. She's been a star on the radio. And then for weeks after that, this is when I was working at home for those two and a half months during the pandemic. For weeks after that, I would say something brilliant about sports and people would ask me, Can we hear your cat again on the radio? Great. I'm here live. That's not, I'm not a cat. <laughs> Many people had cat problems and Zoom problems during the pandemic. So I suppose I was not alone. Thank you, Jay. I feel much better now. So check out our Twitter, After Hours CBS, or my Twitter. We've got the link to a brand new YouTube video. I know it's been a while. You missed us. We're there, plus Josephine. Uh, and also it's pinned to the top of our Facebook page. And we were really inspired by the amount of candy that you wanted to share with us. (laughs) All right, coming up, we've got the NFC version of QB News and Aaron Rodgers not backing down, but also his coach is backing him. (laughs) It's like Aaron's doing his job, really. Uh, But the coach is backing him as they try, they try, to snap a three-game losing skid at Buffalo on Sunday night. Uh, I might find it more entertaining to talk to my cat, actually. This game, I'm a little nervous for the Packers. Could get way out of hand. Bills are coming off a bye week, for heaven's sakes. Josh Allen's talking about how they're special. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. This could get bad. It could get ugly early. But we'll be here regardless either way. So, NFC version of QB News for your week eight prep. That's about 30 minutes away. And also, oh, my goodness. If you missed my conversation with Jeff Perlman, he's a New York Times bestselling author. His newest book, it's just out this week. I'm holding it in my hands. Uh, His publisher was kind enough to send me an advanced copy. It's The Last Folk Hero. The Life and Myth of Bo Jackson. And I'm telling you, I've only read part of it. It's a pretty lengthy book. I've only read part of it and already phenomenal because Bo Jackson was one of the last athletes I cheered for with wild abandon. I have athletes that I like. I have athletes that I want to see succeed. But once you do this business for as many years as I have, it it chases the fandom out of you. I can't really explain it. It's now more about the radio show, and it's more about analyzing games and events when I watch them. It's not about cheering. I, I really can't be just a fan anymore. But I was when Bo Jackson played for the Royals and for the Raiders. I loved to watch Bo Jackson, and I would have told you he was one of my favorite athletes. And there is a strange mythology around this icon. And Jeff Perlman peels back the curtain and the layers of Bo Jackson. So part of that conversation we'll share with you coming up in 10 minutes here on After Hours. 
CBS Sports Radio. Uh, in case you're keeping score at home, no, the Lakers do not yet have a win. So Lakers don't have a win. Magic don't have a win. Kings don't have a win. Huh. Do you think that's eating at LeBron James, that he's in the same category as the Magic and the Kings? So what gives new head coach Darvin Ham? What's going wrong? We just got to do a better job of, you know, creating separation, um, making our offense offensive plays more clearly defined through pace and energy on that side of the ball. Um, just like we want multiple efforts and guys to be in their right spots and on time versus a drive and with a V-back and then someone contesting the shot. We have to have that same mentality offensively. Uh, not just walking in the screens, but sprinting up, getting a hit, coming off the screen with force downhill. Um, if we, you know, and it's we're four games in. It sucks to lose, uh, but having 78 games left, there's plenty of time for us to right the ship. And it starts now. It starts yesterday. Those are fundamentals. The things he's talking about are fundamentals. These are veteran basketball players. But I don't feel like they should have to hear about fundamentals. How about don't continue to jack the ball up from deep when you're 8 of 30 from beyond the arc? How about adjust? We saw Jamal Murray do that last night. He's still trying to find his rhythm from deep. He's still trying to get comfortable again after the the time he's missed with the ACL injury. And he wasn't hitting from downtown. So instead, he moves in and he finds shots that are higher percentage. It's not rocket science. Uh, A listener said to me earlier, everyone wants to be Steph Curry. Well, yeah, but there's only one Steph Curry. And I hate this brand of basketball where it's threes, in, in droves or it's nothing. The mid-range jumper, it's a lost art. But the more guys that do it, uh, the better your offense will be. So it's just kind of interesting to hear Darvin Ham talk about fundamentals. Meanwhile, Giannis is back, and it didn't take long for him to figure out how to dominate again in the second half of a game. Here's a handoff to Giannis. Giannis with a head full of steam, lays it off the window with a foul. He comes away, flexing his right bicep, puffing that chest out. And why not? The Greek freak has 35. When you take on your weaknesses and turn them into a strength, Giannis going to his strength now, attacks inside, kisses it in, off the window with the foul from eight feet out. It is a Greek freak show here tonight at Fiserv Forum. Giannis will hear it from the fans. Another legendary performance from a legend that keeps growing. Sometimes I think I play not in my strength as much, but uh, you know I kind of scratch that. And I think in the second half, I just okay, I'm just gonna be myself and be okay with it. And I just try to drive as much as I, as I can, find my teammates, and get in the paint, get to the free throw line, and just leave there. Giannis put his head down, got to the rim, got to the free throw line, now slowed us down. Giannis got it going and, and just made it difficult, uh, you know, for us to, to stop his rhythm. Once he gets going downhill and he starts getting to the free throw line um, and we're sitting there almost every play looking at the refs, then, you know, we're going to get beat. 
Both KD and Kyrie echo the same sentiment. Too much Giannis. 13 of 15 from the field in the second half. He finishes with 43 points and 14 rebounds. So he is back. Uh, Meanwhile, we know in Cleveland, Donovan Mitchell is fitting in quite nicely uh, as the Cavaliers are three and one, I think now. And Jared Allen is thrilled to have Donovan alongside as kind of the one-two punch. So Jared healthy now, 18.16 rebounds last night, but he wanted to raise about Donovan, who finishes with 14 and eight assists. It's been amazing. He can score the ball. He can lead us off the court. He can. He tells us how to win games. It's, it's amazing playing with him. It just seems like you guys are having fun out there. How important is that for your type of game, that type of chemistry, to come out there and have some fun? It's huge. Uh, one of our favorite things is you can work hard and have fun. That's what Cavs basketball is about. Oh. I like that. Work hard, have fun. Work hard, play hard. That's Jared Allen on Bally Sports Cleveland. Had a game go into overtime last night as well on what they call the grandest stage in sports. Uh, It's Jalen Brunson, though. And remember, this is a guy who has New York ties, and he's playing his first few big games as a member of the Knicks. Brunson, high right, 12 to shoot for the Knicks. Brunson switched on to Washington. Drives right side, spinning in the lane, working left, spins back, the fade is good. Brunson delivers, he's got 27. Brunson spinning to Randall, high left, five to shoot. Randall makes his move, three to shoot, the drive, the runner, got it. Julius Randall with the finish, 19.2 to go. Timeout, Charlotte, one second to go, no fouls, that's it. The Knicks hold on in overtime. Final score against Charlotte, 134-131. A 27-point, 13-assist night for Jalen Brunson. And the Knickerbockers, 3-1 with a sweep of the homestand at MSG. Jalen also had seven rebounds, and he was glowing as he was interviewed on MSG after putting in the go-ahead bucket in OT. It's big time, man. This is big time. This is real big time. I mean... This is awesome. I mean, Ken, that's, that's the only way you can uh, describe it. That's who he is. Whatever the game needs, that's what he does. So, it's, you know, they were blitzing him. He made a number of good plays, good reads. He has scored when we needed big buckets. You hear the crowd behind Jalen as he's still interviewed there in the arena in MSG. Uh, they're just roaring, and obviously he's soaking it all in. And then Tom Thibodeau just... Flat lines, but whatever. He's the right coach for the Knicks for now. Anyway, that's who he is. They're certainly happy to have him. Ed Cohen on Knicks radio. And then we also heard uh, the, the calls from Bucks radio. The stars were out on Wednesday night. Just not for the Lakers. There's still three teams that are winless. So at least the misery loves the company. I have a huge basketball IQ. Oh dear. Yeah. We need to be reminded of that right now. (laughs) All right. Coming up. This is just a snippet of my conversation with Jeff Perlman, who's got 10 books. He's a New York times bestselling author, but his latest I'm already sucked into it. The last folk hero, the life and myth of Bo Jackson. I feel so sorry for those people who never saw Bo Jackson play. You said saps. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence. Good morning to you. It's a third. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Today here on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Thanks for hanging out with us on a Thursday morning. We're talking pumpkins and candy and orange and Halloween and week eight in the NFL and the World Series, which let's be honest, I feel like a lot of people have probably forgotten that baseball hasn't gotten to the World Series yet. And Bo Jackson. I have been waiting for this interview and this opportunity to talk to the author of a brand new book on Bo. It's a long book. It's nearly 400 pages, but man, It is a unique book because Jeff Perlman spoke to more than 700 people and he had transcripts and he watched videos. He did his research for two years to be ready to write this book called The Last Folk Hero, The Life and Myth of Bo Jackson. I was a huge fan of Bo Jackson. Uh, I told Jeff that one of my earliest sports memories, my grandfather took me to see a game in Cleveland between the Indians and the Royals when Bo was playing. And in that game on that day, Bo hit three home runs and I was over the moon excited. I was one of the only ones in the stadium rooting for Bo and the Royals. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. The whole interview is part of our podcast, After Hours, amylawrence.com. But just wanted to bring back a snippet because I know for many of you, Bo Jackson's a mystery and he left you wanting more, but there's so much about him we don't know. And we also don't know what's true and what's not, right? So I wanted to pick it up here. I asked Jeff, why folk hero? Why is Bo Jackson the last folk hero? So the line was originally said by a great writer, Joe Posnanski. I agreed with it 100%, which is nowadays when guys come up, picture your young athlete, whoever your young athlete is, John Morant, you know, or uh, Joe Burrow, whatever. Right. Whenever they come up, we, we see and know everything about them from the time they were little, or at least high school. Every video, TikTok, Twitter, anything, you name it, we see them. And Bo Jackson, there are all these stories, these mythological stories of things he did, balls he hit, runs he made. Oh my God, he ran a 4-1-3-40. No, it was a 4-1-7. No, it was blah, blah, blah. He threw a ball so far. It broke five windows, you know, all that kind of stuff. But 
he came along before there was any video proof of it. Like a lot of them really are. They feel like you're telling a Paul Bunyan story or a John <laughs> Henry story. So he really even I think what Joe was talking about specifically was his famous throw in Seattle when he got Harold Reynolds at home plate. Mm-hmm. It's probably one of the most viewed throws in the history of baseball. Um, but if you watch it, you'd be surprised, even if you've seen it a million times, the camera never shows him releasing the ball. Like the camera goes to Harold Reynolds rounding third. So we all know both through it, but we don't actually know how he threw it. We don't know what it looked like when he released it. We have an imaginationary sort of view of it, but we don't know. He's just kind of a folk hero. There's a mythological uh, factor to him. As you were going through the research and talking to so many people who had been part of his life at various stages, did you find out that most of the stories are true or that they are myths and they're, they're not actually founded in truth? I would say most are true. It's funny. He wrote in his autobiography in 1990, an autobiography he wrote with uh, Dick Schaap, and um, he wrote about going over his first 21 at Auburn with 21 straight strikeouts. Whoa! And which is crazy and really <laughs> bad and kind of amazing that someone could be that bad and strike out his first 21 at-bats in college. Uh, it also turns out it's not true. In his first game, um, they played Illinois State, and he, um, he was two for five. Uh, his first at-bat, he had a single. Now, then he went one for 19. But, like, so you do want to you double, you triple check, you make sure things are right. Did he run a four one three forty? Yeah, he did. When he went to the Raiders later on, they had him run a 40 on grass and pads, and he ran a 419 and then a 417. My God. Um, in high school, he stole 90 out of 91 bases. He set, as a senior, he set a single season high school, national high school record with 20 home runs and um, in 25 games, and he missed seven games because he had track meets. He won the state decathlon championship both his junior and senior year in Alabama. He also set five state records in track and field. And his senior year, he won the state decathlon championship, sprained his ankle in the process, but the day after winning it, started his only game of the year for the McDory baseball team and threw a, a complete game 13 strikeout gem. <laughs> so he was just ridiculous. Like his athleticism is ridiculous, and most of it honestly checks out. And yet, I think a lot of people whether they saw him play for real or didn't would lament the fact that it seemed like his career ended so abruptly and Mm -hmm. it ended far too soon. And I got to tell you, Jeff, your chapter that's entitled hip, it actually hurts me. Just the idea that he could have been even more and we could have had him longer. But this one line that resonates with me, he took pride in telling people he refused to lift weights. There were no arguments to be made against maintenance, yet he didn't run, didn't pump iron, didn't even eat healthy. He was a notorious layabout. That blows me away because, as you point out, there could have been more years to his career, and yet he didn't care as much about strength training. But any idea why that is? He was naturally gifted. He just was naturally gifted, and things came so easily to him that he really didn't need to. Um and also, like, I would argue against myself a little bit. Like, one thing I will say is, like, the injury he actually, that actually incurred that sort of ruined his hip, it was pretty freakish. Like, he was running down the sideline in a Raiders game against the Bengals in the playoffs. A linebacker named Kevin Walker grabs his leg. He's, uh, Bo is such a strong runner that basically he keeps moving forward while Kevin Walker is pulling backwards and his ah. hip dislodges. And the other thing I'll say, this is going to sound weird and you may totally disagree, but... It's almost like instinctive of us people in sports and sports fans to say, God, it's such a shame. God, it's such a shame what he could have been. But you can also argue his career and life is much more interesting this way. Like 
if he goes on to be Eric Dickerson in football and he goes on to be Gary Sheffield in baseball, yeah, it's amazing and it's awesome. But there is something really intriguing about the question mark. And there's really something intriguing about a guy vanishing in his basically early 30s and, and just walking off into the sunset. Yes. And maybe he's more interesting that way. Maybe the conversation is a lot more interesting in the same way like we all talk about Kennedy still, but we don't talk about Eisenhower or Woodrow Wilson. Like part of the reason is because Kennedy died young, so we don't know what was to come. We talk about Tupac and Biggie all the time. We don't talk about like Run DMC and the Beastie Boys that often because they had fulfilled career. Like there's something about the what if of mm, a person yes. that in a weird way adds to their legacy. Oh, that is so true. And there's so much more with Jeff Perlman who may tell uh, the stories that are just as compelling in radio interviews as he does in his books. I've already started reading a little bit of it. It's awesome. Uh, he did speak to Bo Jackson before he started writing the book, and he also came across a treasure trove of interviews that Bo did with Dick Schapp going back before Dick died because Dick wrote the autobiography along with Bo. And uh, just the discovery and also Jeff's visit to Bessemer, Alabama, where Bo Jackson hails from, and a little bit of his background, his life, his family, his upbringing. It's powerful stuff. Uh, and so the, the life and myth of Bo Jackson is so fitting. Jeff Perlman is the New York Times bestselling author who just released the book this week. That full interview, which will suck you in, trust me, is on our podcast, After Hours, amylawrence.com. All right, coming up, the other half of QB News from the NFC. Aaron Rodgers, yes. Tom Brady, yes. Can they get their acts together in week number eight? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Hurry back to throw. And it is. Is it tossed? Oh, my goodness. It's tossed. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. Back from under center. Steps back. Throws the fade. Cooper Cup's got it. Touchdown, L.A. Burrow back to throw. Looking. Firing deep for Chase in the end zone. He's got it. Yes. Touchdown. Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Mahomes fires for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Kansas City. And off to Eckler again. No. Herbert keeps it. End zone. Touchdown. Chargers. Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap. Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. If you missed the AFC version of QB News, that includes Matt Ryan, Sam Ellinger. Well, you're going to have to back. Uh, have to go back and get it from the podcast. Mac Jones in there as well about starting in week number eight. But now focusing on the NFC portion of the schedule. It's after hours on CBS Sports Radio. Ryan Poles is soon to be pursuing quarterbacks as a member of the Philadelphia Eagles. Did I say Ryan Poles? Oh my gosh. Ryan Poles is the GM who traded Robert Quinn, who will soon be pursuing quarterbacks as a member of the unbeaten Philadelphia Eagles. Coming up this weekend, they host the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is a tough decision for Ryan to give away, trade away a pro bowler who had 18 and a half sacks last season. We agreed to trade Robert Quinn for a fourth round pick in 2023. I uh, just want to start out by thanking Robert for everything that he's done. I know when I took this job, uh, he embodied you know, everything that we were looking for to get this thing started, the way he played, um, and who, you know, what he stood for as a human being. Um, I know the Eagles are, are really fortunate to have him. You know, anytime you have a guy that's in the 100-sack club, um, that's pretty special. Um, I've hit on this before. Obviously, part of the tough thing with this job and this position are the tough decisions you have to make. And I always feel like there's the emotional side, um, the human part of it that you know you're affecting not only a, like a man, um, but also his family. And you're kind of shaking that all up. Um, and I don't take that lightly at all. And I'm sensitive to that. Um, you also know that you're tweaking the fibers of your locker room. Um, and that's a big deal too. And he meant a lot to that locker room. But I'm fully confident that the guys, especially on the defensive side, the Jalen Johnsons, the Eddie Jacksons, the Roquan Smiths, Justin Jones, those guys are going to continue to hold it down and and be leaders um, on that defense and, and help us continue to move forward. Well, speaking of Roquan Smith, he actually needed a second to compose himself when he heard about the Robert Quinn trade to Philadelphia as he was doing his Wednesday press conference. So definitely a lot of motion there as Quinn heads to Philly after playing with the Bears since April of 2020. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio, staying inside the NFC East best division in football. This is strange. The Dallas Cowboys will attempt to put together 
another win streak and they will take on Quinn's former team the Chicago Bears and Micah Parsons asked about trying to keep up with a speedy Justin Fields we've raced multiple times I mean uh we actually bet on our 40 times back when we was coming out I mean I beat him in that I mean <laughs> yeah it's not even close who is faster than you um I mean I'm not gonna sit here and like try to call no one out but <laughs> he went on to say that he was faster and he wasn't worried about tracking down Justin Fields. So, yes, you got the Cowboys hosting the Bears in the East and everybody looking up now at the at the Philadelphia Eagles and recognizing that unless they take a misstep or, or they take a step backward, you got to keep your pedal to the metal. That includes the New York Giants. This may be one of the games of the week because they're both winning teams. The Giants are 6-1. and one. The Seattle Seahawks, their four and three best team in the NFC West. In fact, the only team above 500 in the NFC West. And that's due in large part to the leadership and the steadiness of one Geno Smith, who, let's be honest, is outplaying Russell Wilson at this point in Denver. So, yes, Brian Dable, head coach of the Giants, Dexter Lawrence on that defense. Away, they're ready for Geno Smith, and they're not surprised. I never get surprised by players, I think. Every player is in their own unique situation. I think he's playing really good football. He's playing top-level football at the quarterback position, watching him play all these games. He's making great decisions. He's accurate with the football, leading the team down to score a bunch of points. He's really done a fantastic job. I love chasing people. Um, you know, it's, it's going you know, to be a challenge, and I think we're ready um, for, for any challenge up ahead. You know, we're going to continue preparing throughout the week and Sunday show up. Oh, that's got to be one of my favorite quotes of the entire week. I love chasing people. We need that as a drop. I love chasing people. I love chasing people, says Dexter Lawrence. Fantastic. Um, and actually, the Seattle de- defense may have to do some chasing and corralling of Daniel Jones because there are designed run plays for Daniel. He can also scramble, and he will keep his head up and look for those openings, even if it's not a designed run. Now, I don't love it when he's the leading rusher for the Giants, so it's good that Saquon Barkley is healthy and is now the feature back again. I don't love that for any quarterback, really. But, of course, it's falling on the Seahawks defense and Pete Carroll to defend those quarterbacks who can move around and run with the ball. Yeah, we've been working that a little bit. We've seen some scramble yards, you know. Um, so we, we're, you know, we're challenged by it, and it's, it ain't easy. It's, it's really it's a big part of the game, you know, when you have a whole other element, particularly when the design runs. The scrambles are hard enough, but when you have designed runs with concepts where the, that, the quarterback out of the gun's carrying the football, um, it, it, it adds to the number count, and they, you know, it's, it's a challenge to defend. People have been down on Pete Carroll as a head coach for a couple of years. No way. That guy can coach a pair of, of socks here. and a jock strap. And it certainly appears as though Pete and John Schneider made the right call on Russell Wilson. 2022 script is not completely written when it comes to Russ, but there was a reason why they didn't want to give him the fat contract that he and his agent were after. So, yeah, Giants and Seahawks this weekend. That's one of the feature games. It's actually a nationally televised game on Fox on Sunday. Jay can't even hear me say that without laughing or cracking up. You can't get over it. No, it's unreal. How long's it been since the Giants had a winning record? Six years? Seven years? Six years? Uh, Well, enjoy it. This is fun. And it's amazing that the NFC East has turned into the toughest division in football. (laughs) 
It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. Turning our attention to the NFC South, where there are no teams above 500. The New Orleans Saints are actually going to stick with Andy Dalton, even though Jameis Winston is healthy. So yet another kind of storyline from out of left field when it comes to quarterbacks. But Alvin Kamara has confidence in Dalton. Kind of getting a, a, good, a good flow. Um, I think <clears throat> with Andy, I think he does a good job of just kind of staying poised and, and, and being calm about the way he is in the pocket and the way he gets um, to his reads. You know, I feel like he, he kind of he never panics when he's going through his reads and he, he just kind of he just get it seems like he gets to the to the right place at the right time. You know, I mean, so minus some of the things that we were doing that was self-inflicting. I think he's 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 he played well. And actually, Alvin Kamara, he had a conversation with the team. He essentially gave a speech about how the Saints have to get their swag back. He felt like it was on him to say something to his teammates because he didn't like where they were mentally on Sunday. We'll hear more about that uh, in our football Thursday slash Friday show as we prep for week eight. Also in the NFC South, and this is why we do it here, is because we've got Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime, and the Bucks are reeling. They've lost four of their last five. They're home at Raymond James Stadium. The offense has been anemic, and in come the Baltimore Ravens off a big win in their own division. That's your Thursday Night Football game. And Tom Brady, he, he knows. They've got to reset here. They've got to take ownership. This has got to be the week they turn things around. Playing with leads are great. You know, that's obviously what you want to do every week. And, um, you know, you got to earn your way to a lead. I think that's the important part. It's just, you know, you don't start the game up 7 nothing or 14 nothing. You got to go do something about it. So I think we got to focus on what we have to do in order to get the ball down the field and score points. I've heard the word ownership, both from Tom Brady as well as from Aaron Rodgers. As right now, their teams are below 500 and facing stiff tests in week number eight. As for Todd Bowles, well, it's on him and on the Buccaneers defense to try to to corral Lamar Jackson. And, you know, the Ravens are going to run the ball. Gus Edwards with two touchdowns last week in his return uh, from his big knee injury. This is a really challenging test, especially when the Bucs offense doesn't provide a whole lot of cushion. He brings a a huge challenge for us because he's probably the best runner, you know, not just quarterback runner, but one of the best runners in the league. Uh, Very smart, can throw the ball down the field, strong arm, very elusive. Even if you blitz him, you're not going to catch him. (laughs) I like that. Except for if you're Micah Parsons, of course. Uh, So that's your Thursday night football game. We'll be back to talk about it tonight as we wrap up our work week. And that brings us to Aaron Rodgers, who made some pointed comments on Pat McAfee Tuesday about how guys maybe should be getting benched. They shouldn't be getting reps if they can't catch the ball, if they can't do the little things right, if they can't be part of the solution, not part of the problem. And he is not backing down. He says nobody in the locker room is upset with what he said. One of those guys has a problem with it. I'm right here. I'd love to have a conversation. I enjoy those conversations. You know, I enjoy any type of conflict like that because I know the resolution on the other side is going to make us uh, you know a better unit a better friendship a better cohesion on the field but nobody's come to me and said I got a problem with what you said I think everybody knows uh, Matt included uh, that you know everything has got to got to take a little uptick get a little better And Aaron actually is trying to take the leadership role here, which I appreciate. Uh, He's not calling out anyone specific, but recognizing that they all have to be on notice. It's very similar to what Brady said. And 
yes, he is getting backed by his head coach. I'm not going to be a robot up here. You know, I don't, I don't understand why people have a problem with uh, things that are truthful. Um, you know, I'm calling things the way I see it. People don't think I need to air that stuff out. That's their opinion. But I'm doing what I think is the best interest of our guys. I've tried a lot of different things from a leadership standpoint this year. And, you know, I was just relating my personal feelings in the situation. I didn't call anybody out by name. Um, I think we all need to, to be on the details. And that includes me. I'm not just putting, you know, one or two guys on, on, on blast. I'm, I'm alerting everybody that this hasn't been good enough and we all got to do a little better job. We have to be truthful with one another. And sometimes the truth hurts. And it's no different than, uh, you know, when your, your kids make a mistake, right? You tell them about it. And you make sure that, I don't think he publicly called out individuals. Um, I don't believe. I just think that you have to get to the, the root of the truth. And that gives you an opportunity to learn and grow. And we can't run away from that ever. And no different than when we're in those team meetings. You know, you always call it how it is. And I don't think anybody's off limits, And starting with myself. No, but it sure is good for sports radio, of course. <laughs> so Aaron Rodgers, Matt LaFleur doubling down. And I, again, I do think that this is smart for Aaron because he's the leader of that team, the de facto leader. If those guys are going to follow him, some of them are new, some of them are young, that remains to be seen. But this is on him uh, to, to because he's got the wisdom, the experience, because he's got the high expectations, because he's a two-time reigning NFL MVP. It's on him to get everybody pointed in the right direction. I say this often, losing either highlights the leadership in your locker room or it exposes the lack of leadership. And so right now, the pressure off the field in the locker room is on Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Hey, by the way, another Aaron, Aaron Boone, will be keeping his job as manager of the New York Yankees. I know baseball's a little out of sight, out of mind, but Hal Steinbrenner did say he plans to have Boone return and thinks he's a great manager. Uh, and so we'll get more into baseball as the World Series uh, starts out on Friday, but we got football between now and then. Talk to you soon. After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Boom! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 